Hi, this is Jake, you know, the host of the show. Just letting you know that if you like this show and want to support it, go to the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash uapod. That's patreon.com slash uapod to support. You get bonus episodes and the show's early and it's great and you help me. Now, enjoy today's episode with Mary Sasson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California, and this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never asked me for it. It's called Mansplaining, and it's back, and it's exciting now. Uh, This is season two. Oh, what a time to be alive. I decided to pick up my own podcast for a second season. Ugh. It's incredible, and I feel great about it. Today, I am joined by such a wonderful guest, the hilarious comedian Mary Sasson. Hi, Mary. Hello, Jake. I don't know if I knew the title of this podcast before I went on it. That's very funny. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, uh, you know, you don't need to know it. And uh, I recognize that in my email to you, I didn't tell you what it was. So. I think it, it would have been interesting maybe if I, you would have led with that because I'd be like, oh, am I just going to be lectured at for <laughs> an hour? That that actually would be fun if this podcast was just a surprise of me yeah. bringing someone on to tell them everything I think is wrong with them. Especially if you like you found out, like we were talking earlier about how I was a nanny, like you bring me on and tell me about nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I explain it. I explain it all to you. Uh, yeah. Mary, um, for people who are interested in whatever you do, where can they find you uh, online? Uh, I am all of my social media handles are at Mary Sasson. I have uh. been lucky enough to 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 get them all. I Twitter, Instagram and everything. I think I could have got them all. I don't think there's another Jake Sprague out there that's really trying. But I, every single one of mine, I believe, is different. And uh, oh yeah, you know, I, I think it'll always be the thing that uh, held me back. But it's good to have uh, sort of that force that you're fighting against, almost. You know. Well, you're like a club that you really need to want to go to <laughs> to get into. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, uh, I'm that regardless of the handles. I mean, you you gotta want uh, what I'm putting you gotta- down. <laughs> <laughs> or who cares? You've got to seek it out and answer three questions to have you to um it. have you ever thought that when you're listening to a podcast or when you've done a show or something and you're telling people where to find you and you think if they actually want to, they will do it. It's not hard. Yeah. Uh, and if they don't, it doesn't matter how well I spell my last name, they're not gonna figure yeah. out where I'm at. Well, in some ways though, the barrier of entry we're both lazy but also like if you can't just google my name and if it's not like did you mean uh-huh. or even sometimes people will be like well like you saw me at ucb or something like that you know how to go on the performer page like you <laughs> <laughs> if you can't do the bare minimum of seeking this out yeah that's i guess that's what i'm thinking if i if someone is interested in what i'm doing i almost want them to like me so much that they got to put in a little work you... That is nice, because then when they go to you and they're like, oh, I really like this brand of comedy, I'm going to actually interact with you. Yeah, I would I would think so. They're not just going to follow me and be like, you were on Improv for Humans. I'm like, oh, this guy talks a lot about <laughs> cancel culture. Get rid of him. <laughs> uh, Mary, today we are going to decide if someone's the asshole and give a little advice. This comes from the Am I the Asshole subreddit. Our Love topic it. is Am I the Asshole? for refusing to thank my Wicca sister-in-law 
for her fertility spell after I successfully got pregnant. I'm already loving a lot of these details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exciting, right? Um, I've I never got into uh, witchcraft. Can is it exclusively a female thing, or are men called like warlocks or something? Do you know any of the rules? Yeah, I don't know if they'd be wizards, like if we're following Harry Potter rules. <laughs> probably. Um, I'm going to probably get in trouble for some of this, but I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, like the witch. There's like something happened recently on Twitter where like somebody hexed the moon. I did sort of hear this. about this. Yes. I cannot stand stuff like that. Like <laughs> people who are just kind of like, well, the moon made me do it. No, the moon did not. <laughs> do you ever, is there any part of, um, so it sounds like I'm guessing you're not a fan of like astrology or anything like that. Um, really. Is no. there anything like that where you go, I know this is dumb, but I do get a kick out of it. For instance, I personally do think astrology is very stupid. I also think it's fun to be like, well, you know, with the moon and cancer, what do you expect from it? <laughs> I honestly do. I have anytime anybody has any kind of hobby, all hobbies are stupid. You know what I mean? Like they're just for you. I don't, I have, I do not care if anybody is in astrology as like a hobby. That's fine. But I think that when it gets to the point of like excusing their behavior of like, well, what do you expect? Mars is in my Sagittarius <laughs> or whatever it is. Then I'm like, no, stop. And also I think that it is to me, my biggest problem is I think it's a slippery slope from the moon controls my emotions to we can't vaccinate our children and a mask isn't doing anything. Do you know uh, what I mean? I, I, yes, you, once you have faith in something that is not real, it's easy to be convinced yeah. of a lot of things. Yeah. Absolutely. And people feel very strongly for this. So I am opening myself up to people being like, well, you sound like a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be what gets your basketball team taken away one day. This audio yeah. will be unearthed and uh, you're going to yeah. get in trouble for it. This is I what think. I'll get canceled for somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is stupid, but are you a Scorpio? No, I am a Sagittarius. Okay. I was just curious because, again, I like, I do like astrology, even do though you, I think it's dumb. And I'm a Scorpio. So the second you said it, I was like, okay. whoa. <laughs> I, and I also know very little about it. So maybe I'm, you know, I'm very ignorant to it, but it just feels like I just don't like pseudoscience. Uh, no, you're not ignorant it, uh, to it. It's stupid. It's, it's really stupid. It's like anything. I feel like I like to, at least for me, like my worldview is like, this is something I like, enjoy, but also I'm totally wrong all the time about so yeah. many things that I can't, I guess maybe it's why I'm not very religious at all. It's like, <laughs> I can't fully buy in to something that I think is cool. Cause I'm like, I know this is dumb. Yeah. I also think that it's like, it's one thing for someone to be like, I, and horoscopes they vacillate with this it's one thing to be like i personally enjoy this thing it's another thing to start like evangelicizing them you know messing up the word evangel evangelizing um, oh, whatever yeah i think you got it right that third time That's the <laughs> <laughs> um it's the same thing with anything like improv is dumb but i enjoy it mm -hmm. so i don't care if you like it like come to my show don't come to my show but it's fun to me but like when people start like being like well here's the thing and this is the truth and blah blah, blah. it's like shut up <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, and that may that may be because we both enjoy improv. So we both enjoy something that we have to agree is really, really stupid. Yeah. Maybe maybe everyone else uh, doesn't have things that they think are really stupid. But trust me, I mean, whether you're into astrology or bow hunting or improv. Yeah, or it, football or whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it's all pretend. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, I was excited to do this one with you because I did think you'd have an opinion on like a Wicca <laughs> or something like that. So uh, here's uh, let's get a little more information. Let's hear it. Uh, I recently found out I'm pregnant after a little less than a year of trying for a baby. Our family knew in recent months that we were trying, but having a little difficulty waiting. Although doctors assured us it was a matter of time and nothing was out of the normal range. Anyway, a month ago, my sister-in-law announced to our big family group chat that she was going to cast a master-level fertility spell for us to help with our conception. It was super weird to me because no one asked her to do this. <laughs> but she's a self-proclaimed lifetime Wiccan, and apparently she carries quite a bit of clout in her local witch community. Ugh, that actually that whole sentence is so beautiful. A lot of clout in her local witch community. Also, how are you a witch by birth, like or for lifetime? You just were born a witch. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, maybe when she was very young, she felt. I, she watched like Hocus Pocus or something and yeah. was like, this is my uh, life's work. I I don't know why. I don't actually talk a lot about improv on this podcast, but feeling like you're big in a local witch community feels very much it's like... is a perfect like scenario. Yeah, it feels exactly <laughs> like being good at improv. Um, she said the spell she was doing for us would cost a lot of money if she was charging like normal. <laughs> what? I didn't expect what? this. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I skim these, so I'm also surprised as we go through them. Uh, at the time, I just said something like, haha, thanks for thinking of us. Thanks for thinking of us. Not much else. Around a week ago, I found out that I'm pregnant. It's been a super happy time, and our extended family has been so supportive. The one thing that continues to bother me is how much my sister-in-law has passive-aggressively insisted that her spell worked and was solely responsible for my pregnancy. I get that those are her beliefs, but it's weirding me out how much she wants me to acknowledge and validate her spells and magic stuff. <laughs> I haven't said anything to her in the family chat, but I've heard from my husband that she's been talking shit behind my back, calling Jesus me ungrateful Christ. and rude for not mentioning her spells when I was thanking family for support. So Nobody asked for these spells. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. This, it's like not comparable in a magical sense of course but this just reminds me of when you give someone money or loan them money and then you're yeah. like i can't believe they're not more grateful and it's like if you did this so yeah. that the other person would kind of worship you a little bit uh then you didn't really do it for them at all did you like, yeah i hate i'm often very reticent to let people do things for me because like i cannot stand when something is thrown back in your face mm -hmm. especially if it is just kind of like presented in a very casual manner of just kind of like yeah I'll, i can do this thing and then later on it's like thrown back at you it's like uh-uh no i will take the harder route so much so more often yeah avoid that i don't actually i guess i don't think of that too often um, it's not like people are falling over themselves to do me favors or anything. Well, I should say, this comes from, like, I had, like, a, a, a shitty dad who would be like, oh, I'll get that for you. And then you had to, like, learn, like, no, 
because if he gives it to you down the road he's going to be like well remember when i did that thing and it's like well you offered to do that thing so like you couldn't accept money from him because he would like throw it back in your face Wow. Yeah, that, that I mean that does sound like a lesson that you had to learn pretty early, I guess. Yeah. Huh? So the, so that I don't want to make, make it seem like I'm constantly with friends like <laughs> <laughs> No, don't take me places. <laughs> you know, I, like I have been like very uh conditioned to be like if someone offers something, be careful like almost like very mafia like like when is this favor going to have to come back wow yeah i mean i guess i mean this podcast uh, you know i could title it talking about dads because <laughs> uh when when i think about a situation like this i think of my dad who from a very young age uh would kind of he would do nice things or whatever for other people or he or he would yeah. help other people but he was always very much of the mindset of like don't expect anything in return. That's not why you do it. Uh, That's a great mindset. It, I, I thought so. I remember, um, God, I don't know how old I was, maybe like 15 or something like that. Uh, my dad worked construction and sometimes he would take me uh, on job sites with him. And one time we were on a job and we went out to go get lunch and we found a wallet in the parking lot of wherever we were. I think we were getting gas at a 7-Eleven. And we found this guy's wallet and we ended up, finding his address on it we kind of knew the area of town it was in and after work my dad and i drove up it was this uh, area in las vegas called spanish trails it's really really nice it was like beautiful houses massive gated community and one of those gated community communities where you drive up and not only is it a gate but it's like a guard gate so there are people there um and in las vegas Las Vegas is kind of weird because you can actually have like a good life there and not have a lot of money, which is where we were. But these people have money. Anyway, we get there. We hand them the wallet and we say, hey, we know the person like lives in the community. They won't. The people at the guard gate wouldn't take it. uh, So we had to wait for them to call the house. I guess they weren't allowed to hold personal objects. Interesting. (laughs) They had to call the house and we had to wait for the guy to come out. He took like an hour to come out. He was some young dude. It was like, you know, he'd this like guy's dro- so rich. He's just throwing his wallet away. <laughs> I, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. But he came out. It, it took him almost an hour to come out. The people at the guard gate were like apologizing. Like, we're so sorry that you're waiting here for this guy. He was like a young kid and his beautiful BMW. He came out, took the wallet, basically said nothing and drove away. And I remember thinking, I am so fucking pissed about how this went down and my dad was just like that's not why you do it you don't do it because you're gonna get anything or the person's gonna be nice to you just did it because it was the right thing to do that's a great teaching moment it felt like it i think about it a lot actually i think about that moment a lot i also think man i wish we wouldn't have given that guy his wallet but yeah i think to me almost sometimes i think about like the joy of having children someday is that you get to have those like teaching moments and almost the teaching moment is to me almost what I would put forth is like you don't do things for reward you do it because it's the right thing and also wealthy people are the worst people in the whole world yeah the fucking plague of the world (laughs) I should have also attached uh that lesson to it but for some reason I only think back to uh, the fact that, uh, yeah, you, that's not the reason you do it. And it was kind of one of those, huh? Like I had a few moments like that growing up where it was like, hmm. Even in the moment, I thought this is actually a pretty good lesson. Not bad, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good work, good work, Dad. Um, um, 
This so, is a random question before. How yeah. many siblings do you have? One. I have a younger brother. Okay, because I was going to say, this moment when they were talking about the text chain, like the family text chain, I have a lot of siblings. I'm one of eight, and we have a lot of, like, there's a big family text chain, and then there's, like, there's, like, one with, like, the significant others, like, husbands and wives and things like that, and then there's one that's just siblings, there's one siblings with mom, and then there's even, like, uh, the younger siblings and this and that. The moment when she was like, I know what I'm going to do for you. I can do the cast a spell. Immediately I was like, my family's hopping on that other text chain. <laughs> be like, what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, um, that's something I haven't thought about. I mean, uh, my text chains are obviously uh, just uh, groups of people I ended up doing improv with gotcha, and yeah. friends from back home and stuff like that. But Without that many siblings and without with the fact that my mom can't figure out how a phone works and my dad <laughs> barely understands it, we we have no family text thread. So that's Actually, uh, yeah. that's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, is that too much or do you love it? Sometimes it's a lot because like like gossip will like ripple through the family and sometimes it'll be things where even like i casually mentioned to my family recently that me and my husband were thinking of maybe like driving cross country in the fall if coronavirus is still happening as like a, a way to um come see people because a couple siblings are having kids this fall and then within like a day multiple people were coming up to me who were not part of that conversation like so here you're coming out and i knew exactly which sibling had told yeah. everybody and i wanted to be like like hey <laughs> it's not a big deal. but now it's something that like there's an expectation and stuff and so it is fun to be able to jump on and be like yo why did that sibling say that thing or like uh oh blah 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 is at it again it's so hard for me not to use uh names not that yes this. um but in other moments it's just kind of like this gossip came that quickly. This is not even a story. <laughs> <laughs> do you um do you have friends? Do, do you enjoy gossip? I love it. Um, I do love it, but sometimes I catch myself being like, "Do I talk too much about people?" And yeah. does that make other people be like, "Calm down." So uh, sometimes I'm kind of like, I try to be more positive with things. Yes. But I it do love a, a little juicy nugget. I mean, I love it so much. I wish I didn't. I wish it wasn't like uh, yeah. such a big thing for me. But I, it, when someone uh, like jumps onto a text thread and is like, I found out this about someone like in the community or someone you know, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. this is the best news ever. I Although, think it's fun. Oh, it's so fun. It's also, uh, I've heard that it's sort of a way people bond is like, uh secret sharing almost like you test boundaries of trust that with each sense. other so you go like oh i can tell mary this and i know mary won't betray my trust or whatever um i feel like in recent in maybe the past couple of years i've been much better about that so like i have a group that i will share a lot of things with but if someone is really like please don't share this i've actually been pretty good about not sharing things yeah, I think it's tough for me, but I have, but if people are like, this is a secret, the hardest thing is sometimes I'll say like, can I tell Matt, my husband kind of oh, thing, Yeah, you know, like where is kind of the line or whatever. And sometimes be like, oh, don't tell anybody, but other times it's just kind of like, yeah, sure. You can tell your significant other kind of thing. Um, but it what also is interesting is when you'll share a piece of gossip and you will miscalculate that they will have the same reaction as you. And then you really have to like, 
it feels like your improv training really comes in to like <laughs> quickly shift why you shared that and like your opinion on it and you're like yes and i also agree with that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the actually the reason i brought it up was yeah. to say the opposite mm. of sort of and how the, i yeah and it's felt like i was delighting in this moment but really i was pointing out how absurd it is that you know <laughs> yeah uh that is always a fun feel well that's why you've got to you've got to know your audience a little bit yeah you know you don't share like some of the most exciting gossip with new people in your life yes and i think starting small with like gauging there's certain people you're like no matter what i do even if i'm on the wrong take of this this person loves me they're my good friend mm-hmm. so trying it out with them and if they're like actually i think and you're like okay this feels like maybe the temperature of the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah now that i've yeah. uh, run it by this person i know i guess i'm wrong here and that's fine. yeah yeah um, sure. there's a little more of this um am i the asshole to continue to ignore her I'm thankful she took effort out to support us, but I don't want to be like, yes, your fertility spell was responsible for our pregnancy. Thanks so much. I don't even believe in witchcraft, so I don't know why I should claim so in front of everyone. My husband thinks I don't owe her anything, but I've been feeling bad inside. Am I the asshole? So I guess before we give some advice, Mary, is this person the asshole? I would say unequivocally no. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. Um, but given their situation, I mean, what do you do? What are you doing this? Because you know that the person just wants them to come out and say, thanks for the witch stuff. You know, it me- it means a lot. I-, I mean, is there a way you can just come out and go, hey, I really appreciate you, like, thinking of our family and this and that without... <laughs> like agreeing that their spell had power i think to me there's two ways you handle this and i would say like i'm a big proponent of not being passive aggressive because i think that like it just it's it's putting a very flimsy band-aid on an issue that like Mm. never makes it go away um so i'm a bigger proponent of a like quick could be painful conversation and then you solve it but i think that this could go two ways you either placate this person and say like hey thank you thank you so much you know we're really excited about this kind of Mm -hmm. thing like that like we're just excited for the positivity of this moment if you were part of that wonderful whatever it took kind of thing like that yeah or i say you like talk to them and just be honest with them of just kind of like hey (laughs) this is a really big moment for me and um I don't need right now you talking about how like it was a wicked spell. <laughs> like this moment is not about you. This moment is about me and my future child. So um, I'm sorry if you feel disrespected, but this isn't about you. So yeah. thank you so much for your time and energy. <laughs> I mean, that's, um, I feel like that's a great way to handle things. I find that I, I don't have too many situations in my life where I let problems get so big that i feel like i need to have like a conversation with people it's either i don't care about this and i don't care what they think or i do something like that very early but i don't feel like i have many conversations in my life that are sort of direct and could be taken like "Ooh, jake was being kind of a dick there not that i think it's bad i actually think it's really good i just find that i don't i don't have a lot of conversations like that in my life I've heard that 
the more uncomfortable conversations you're able to have in life sort of uh, it's like a marker for how successful you can become because oh, to yeah to like climb you know ladders and get money and this and that you have to be able to have conversations that other people would shy away from so yeah and I think even and maybe even how I just pointed like might have been like probably what I even would do is like wait until a passive-aggressive comment happened in front of me and sometimes I think that like what can be it's tough but like it's very frustrating to me when people are passive-aggressive because they they think they're getting away with saying nothing, but they're saying something even more hurtful in some ways. Like, yeah. I would rather someone right in front of me be like, Mary, you were rude to me and you were a bitch and let's figure this out. Then someone just kind of like, well, that's, I guess, the way you talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. I Well, you, obviously, you're, you're so right about that. I mean, being passive aggressive, whenever I do it, uh, to my wife. I mean, I've been home quarantined for a while, so I'm sure there's some good times where I've been passive aggressive. Um, I know that it's like I'm mad or I'm hurt about something, so I'm handling it in a very childish way by yeah. talking to the dog and being like, "Oh, looks like looks like Dana doesn't like that I did this. What do you think, yeah. Moxie?" So I'll do like I'll be passive aggressive like that. But you're right; it's a it's a very bad way to handle how you feel about something. I think it also like it kicks the kid down the road and it makes, it's a very selfish way of feeling like you got to say what you wanted to say, but you don't have to own up to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that like, but when you have a, and I also have like a very high threshold for confrontation, which I almost had to learn that was true because I um, sometimes I'm too bold for people. <laughs> and I was like, said things that are very like blunt and it's like kind of overwhelmed people. And then I realized like, oh, everybody has not this level of, you know, uh, lack of fear of confrontation. Um, but I do just think that it's like, if this woman keeps saying this thing, you're just kicking this like resentment down the road on mm -hmm. both parts kind yeah. of thing and i do think that like if you're pregnant and dealing with all of that and you just want to be celebrating this pregnancy it's like i don't want to kick resentment down the road so i think that there has there should be some kind of conversation um and whether you what's tough is like you could be like hey thanks so much for the wiccan spell uh you know whatever helped out my worry would be that in the future it's like, oh, God, this teething is such a problem. Well, I'll do a wicked spell for you. I mean, like, you've <laughs> yeah, been... It's going to happen again. You're, you're so right. If you, if you thank them, they get validated in their witchcraft. And yeah. you, you're right. They almost will use it again. And I think they still will almost hold it over your head a little bit. Like, hey, I helped you get You confirmed pregnant. that this is what happened. Yeah. And it also worries me that she, if this person is passive aggressive, which seems like they are, to say, this would cost a lot of money if I was charging people for it. To me, that almost feels like, if you want to throw a donation my way, that would be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that person passive aggressively being a, you should have paid me for this? Yeah. And it's like, I, well, okay, I didn't ask for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think that I think that's definitely an element of it. And that's probably the grossest aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, and this is why people have so many problems with witches is because they, they <laughs> don't do this things. Alone. <laughs> it's not out of the kindness of their heart. They also want to get paid. Um, 
I, this I, is so wild that like if you have powers, why are you getting? I don't know. I guess what is labor but using your powers for money? But it's it. But I agree with you. It's weird to be a witch, but also bought into capitalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a witch for hire. It's like is that what you learn spells for? Is that how that works? Is also, that what witches do. I don't know, because also it feels like, what does it even mean in your local chapter that you're a big deal about? I also would say, too, that my understanding of, like, the medical definition of, like, infertility, like, you have to be trying for a year mm -hmm. unsuccessfully before you're even having an issue with fertility. So if this person has been trying for less than a year, which, sidebar to the sidebar, it is so funny to me and weird for like a whole family to know you're fucking <laughs> I know, I have a kid um, but if it's less than a year like she didn't she, there was no problem yeah so you didn't help me get pregnant right sexual yeah, this, intercourse did it <laughs> <laughs> yeah this isn't like you've gone through ivf or whatever yes. and you've tried everything it's just not working you've actually given up on it you'll have sex one more time tomorrow night but who cares and she's like yes. hey i can fix this with the spell yes yeah this was no immaculate conception this was just <laughs> conception <laughs> so you uh, don't get to be like i helped yeah, I agree. And I love the idea of have the conversation early. If something's bothering you, take care of it early. Something I like to talk, I like to say is um, don't let uh, Hitler grow up. So they always oh, talk yeah. about, could you go back in time and kill baby Hitler? And we don't want to kind of like dealing with a problem. Like, ah, it's just this little thing. Who cares? I'm not going to kill baby Hitler. But if you let baby Hitler grows up, grow up, he turns into Hitler. You so, know, even past that, uh, Chamberlain, don't appease Hitler. He's just going to take more. <laughs> just, yeah, uh, that's maybe even a better way to look at it. Don't appease Hitler. Yeah, don't um, appease Hitler. He'll want uh, more. But yeah, I, I think that's uh, great advice, Mary, to just um, really go after this because it's bothering you. She's not, you know, stopping the conversation. Uh, I do have a little bit of an update, I think, of what she ended up doing. Uh, oh, those are fun. We found When we first found out, I thanked everyone for sending good thoughts our way and giving us emotional support and encouragement when we needed it most. I did not, however, specifically mention the spell. I just thanked everyone for being supportive. Okay, so it's not much of an update, but just a little bit of a clarification. Gotcha. To be like, it's not like I didn't say anything. Right. It's just she didn't specifically thank the spell. I also think, though, it is like even silly of like an award like a standing on a podium like i'd like to thank the following people for getting pregnant like <laughs> um yeah i think we did it i think we solved it mary yeah. thank you uh so much for being here for this podcast again uh where can people find you and all the cool stuff you're doing i am on twitter and instagram and i think even youtube at mary sasson awesome uh thank you for being here it was just uh wonderful having you and i really really appreciate it well, thanks for uh, having me on all right uh that was a podcast goodbye everybody